fire up them butane lighters. We're about to set some bankrolls on fire. It's Dumpster Fire Sports, NFL Week 11. We're talking daily fantasy sports, specifically DraftKings, specifically NFL, specifically main slate. If we can stick to all that, that's what we're going to give you for the next 30 minutes or so. I'm your host, uh, Brady Goodman. Up next, catch him on Twitch, catch him on the streets of Kansas City. And by streets, I mean 435, it sounds like, listening to podcasts most of the day. (laughs) JKNKC. And then in uh, bringing it thick with the funny. That's what he does. And some sharp calls here and there. Uh, Shark Dizzle. Shark Daddy in the place. Shark Daddy, how are you today? Are you bringing some... Are you bringing some funny or are you bringing some hot takes? Well, I have to bring the funny since I suck at this thing. Okay, well, uh, then I don't know what Joe and I are doing because uh, I'm not funny and well, I suck. Well, Joe's on Twitch, which is like the male like male cam, right? Yeah, you, you know what, Joe? You know, you know like cam Twitch girls? They're just male, like cam girls, cam boys. There are plenty of girls on there and they are making a lot more money than me. <laughs> it's only right. fans for uh, gamers. <laughs> Because when you Here's the real question. when you dress in a bikini and play <laughs> video games, you have dorks just following you. Oh. Think about it if you just wore a speedo, Joe. I don't. I don't think that's helping me. And Joe, here's the move. You don't know until you try it. Here's the <laughs> move, Joe. Feet. Get your feet on camera. Oh, there are so many people with foot fetishes out there. The people that are into feet, I don't think they're all that concerned if it's female or male feet. Especially oh. if you if you have your wife like paint your nails mm, and they no. don't know if you're a guy or a girl no i'm pretty sure they'd see these feet and they'd know <laughs> do you, you want to get paid or not joe look the real question here is is anybody on this podcast right now subscribed to my channel because i don't think either of you are yes i'm subscribed to you on amazon prime when dude i did it like the Six, first episode that's what i'm saying not subscribed anymore you got to do it once a month man Oh, I'm sorry. Killing me. Prime Gaming, right? Prime Gaming. Yep. And then what? You just got to go to my channel and subscribe. I don't even watch my son game, so it's kind of hard for me. You don't have to watch. You just got to connect that Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, subscribe to my channel, and I get a little DFS money here. I'm afraid all of a sudden, like, Twitch will, a Twitch account will show up on my, like, bank statement, and my wife will be like, (laughs) what the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> like, what kind of creepy shit are you into? She uh, she doesn't watch Twitch. I mean, I don't. That it just sounds like it's like either it does, you're on a drug doing something weird, or it does sound a little suspect. I do like it um, because it seems like Joe. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's a lot more than gaming these days. It seems like. Yeah, I mean, there's there's all sorts of people. Just like, I mean, there's a lot of girls on there that are just chatting in the just chatting section and they're literally uh doing nothing but sitting in front of a camera and talking to people uh, Dude, wait i gotta pay 3.99 a month oh no here subscribe free yeah you don't my, have to pay my, anything my bad dude um when do i see feet pics though <laughs> hey man i got you later he got a okay, good. He, he got a fetish footage. <laughs> appreciate <laughs> that thing is dude what's the opposite is it a i don't have a phobia of feet but to me, feet are nasty. The opposite of phobia is fetish. Yeah, so I don't have either, but I'm definitely closer to you're, phobia. You're just grossed out. Yeah, yeah, not not a, not thing a fan. 
All right, let's uh You like you you're more of the hands type of guy. Yeah, closer. You're getting closer. Like all right. When, when Man, we got out. way too deep into this. This is a fantasy football podcast. Yeah, we're yeah. talking about a foot fetish. Oh, we're talking about <laughs> I thought we were talking about other fantasies. My bad. Fantasy feetball. All right. Let's uh first I mean, we're not good at the the football part of it. So. <laughs> right. That is clear by week 10 of our listener league. Let's recap that. No, please don't. Yes, we're doing it. Here's the good news for you, Shark Daddy. A killer shark not in last place. Well, you know, you got to start somewhere. D-Wade for life. Five, welcome to the listener league in at 10th, 92. In at 9th, Shark Daddy, he did break double digits. 103. Had a couple snowflakes in there. I think a lot of people were dealing with Leonard Fournette. <laughs> Uncle Lenny puts up five. Tyler Lockett has, uh, you know, a normal-ish game. And so he only had 11. Brandon Cooks, who seems to be cooling off with 9.9 golf up top. In at six was yours truly. With a couple snowflakes, I did have Stefan Diggs for 25. I had Hopkins for 28. I had Murray for 30, but unfortunately, I ate the chalk, and the chalk tasted like feet. Um, <laughs> Duke Johnson and Mike Davis, who seem I thought everybody was going to be on. I thought somebody on this podcast last week said Mike Davis is a free square. He was a free square. He got us 8.4. And uh, Duke Johnson, 5.4. So I came in at 124. I think that dude who gave you that advice is just plain. Look, man, I played Mike Davis everywhere. So okay, good. In at number two in the listener league, JK, NKC, Kyler Murray, J- Reynolds, Hopkins, Diggs, Ingram with the snowflake, Gibson with 22, uh, Kyler Murray up top, and he did have Mike Davis in there. 156.9. Not a bad score, Joe. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm Are you okay with 156? Yeah. I'm out here trying to get three times my salary. Nailed does it this that, week. Does uh, that cash in a in a big 50-50? That cashed everywhere, man. It, okay. This was a super low-scoring week. Uh, man, the, the $25 double up, I think, was cashing at like 120 maybe lower than that. So, yeah. Uh, Man, it was a really low-scoring week. It's a good job, but not good enough for first. Brand new to the listener league, came in for this easy money and walked away with the easy money. Lansky 3 joined us and picked up that dub week one. He did not play Mike Davis. He did get a couple snowflakes. That's how easy the money is in our listener league. Come in with snowflakes, leave with cash. Chase Edmonds with 10 Noah Fant for 4.8, but he did have Kyler for 30, um, Deontay Johnson for 26, Reynolds for 17, Marvin Jones, JR for 23, and he had that Saints D for 14. 164 for first place for Lansky 3. We're doing it again every week. We actually have a league with like several little tournaments, four ways, three ways. You can find the link on our feed dumpster sports on twitter um and you can search what's our league called it is called free money dumpster fire sports 2020 if you want to search it and again find us oh by the way that reminds me 
listen, we get, we got to discuss this and this isn't a decision we need to make right now. Certainly not on Mike, but maybe by next week, you know how, um, podcasts like to give their audience names. Are we calling our audience dumpers? <laughs> Are we calling them dumpsters? Man. What, what's up dumpsters? Welcome. It just doesn't roll off the, I like dumpers. What's up dumpers. Sounds like they're trying to go drop a deuce. All right, dumpers, join our listener league. Find the link on Dumpster Sports on Twitter. Dumpers. That's right. Dumpers for life. All right, let's uh, talk um, this week's stacks from everybody. Then we'll go through a few positions, and then we'll call it embarrassing enough. I'm going to start out with a guy that I'm going to play him. Everybody's going to think it's a mistake. And most likely it'll end up being a mistake. I'm going to the Jameis Winston well this week. Dude, I can't help it. The guy, here's the stack. I think I'm putting the Falcons against him because I think it's possible that you can get the Falcons on the super cheap 2,300. He still throws two interceptions while also throwing for 600 yards. Right, He may have three touchdown passes and three interceptions, and I think he could still um, get a ton of points. Um, Jameis Winston, he, he's got Michael Thomas. He's, uh, he's got some weapons. I think he might be an okay play. You can play Kamara with him because Kamara's still going to catch balls. Kamara's still going to score points. Um, last week, he still had eight targets. Uh, when Winston came in the game. So I'm definitely looking at a Winston New Orleans stack. Um, Joe, tell me why you hate it. I definitely don't hate it. I, I think, what? I mean, as, as long as we hear that Jameis Winston is the starting quarterback and he's going to get all the reps, um, I'm all for it. Uh, if, the thing I'm worried about with that is Taysom Hill coming in and taking too many snaps because as soon as Drew Brees left the game last week, Taysom Hill came in and played little too many snaps for my liking. Uh, so hopefully a week of practice gets Jameis in there a little more often. But uh, I'm all for Jameis. The interceptions don't matter. That just means Jameis gets back out there quicker and gets to throw some more balls. So I'm <laughs> he, all for it. Jameson, he's an ex-pitcher, right? Like he pitched in college in high school. Oh, crab legs? Well, crab legs Winston? Well, so if you're a pitcher, you have a short memory. You just fuck it. Go back out yeah, there and throw it again. right. No, I'm with you there. I like that. I, I like. I, I do like how cheap he is, and like maybe an Alvin Kamara. Hey, with it, tell me Atlanta's not the worst defense in the league. Probably right? not, like statistically, but you know, I don't know. I mean, statistically, yeah, I mean, the Seahawks and the, and the Cowboys have <laughs> yeah. something to say about that. But they got to be close, though. Oh, and yeah. they're definitely not good. The Seahawks you know? just said, "Hold my beer, Brady." I know. No, that's fair. Let's look at what defense has given up the most DK points this season to quarterbacks specifically. Atlanta, then Seattle, Jacksonville, Buffalo, the Jets, the Panthers, the Titans, the Chargers, the Bengals. Dallas, not even up there. Let's look at wide receivers. Most DK fantasy points given up um, for the season. Seattle, and it's not close. Seattle, and it's not close. So that's why I don't necessarily mind playing Winston with Kamara. I think there's going to be a lot of points in that game, and obviously it's easy to find um, a bring back. I actually like Hayden Hurst 
as a bring back for Atlanta because if you look at most points given up to tight ends this season, DK points per game, um, it's Atlanta and then the Saints are fourth. Um, overall, again, Atlanta. So Cook isn't maybe a horrible play either, but I think there is some um, – injury issues, if I'm not mistaken. But Cook isn't that bad. He's just considerably more expensive. And last week he had two targets. I think Winston likes to wing it downfield. You know what I mean? Farther yeah, than Cook's going to be running And so he just like throws it. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, LASIK, uh, man. He's good to go. Um, <laughs> that's, just, that's just bullshit. Would you play Taysom Hill? I would on FanDuel, where you can play him at tight end. I would not on DraftKings if you, you have to play him at quarterback. Okay. All right, Steve, what's your uh, Shark Dizzle stack of the week? Um, so I'm leaning towards an Alex Smith stack with either Terry McLaren or even like uh, McKissick because he's a check down wizard. Love McKissick. And Alex is super cheap, and I'm – Pretty sure last two weeks he's been balling it. So last week, and and this brings up another topic I want Even to talk to you I'm about. I'm really Joe. scared at watching him play. Like literally, oh. every time he drops back, I cringe. It's horrifying. But if he right? keeps imagine di- di- like dishing the ball out, whatever. Dude, imagine his wife. Oh, right, having to watch him drop back. So she, she's an ex-Raider cheerleader. So does she really matter? Oof. Uh, so. Listen, I was a big proponent of Alex Smith last week. He was 5,200. He ended up getting almost four times at 19 points. Now, um, Joe poo-pooed the Alex Smith play. Um, Even after he came in at 19 for 5,200. Now, Joe, your your comment was he's not going to win you a tournament, which is true, right? He's not going to win me the Millie Maker, but I'm not playing the Millie Maker. How do you right. feel about well, that result if you're talking about a 10, 100-yard or a 100-player tournament? I mean, if you're playing a 100-player tournament, that's fine. You can play whoever. I mean, you want to be more chalky in those tournaments because there's less people that are taking people that are off the wall and going to go for something. Like, nobody's going to take a 1% owned guy that's going to go for 100 points. Or if they do, it's just they're throwing darts. That said, the the other reason I hated the Alex Smith play, I didn't hate it, but the reason I didn't like it last week was we had so much cheap chalk that everybody was going to be on that there was no need to play an Alex Smith last week. Like It was so easy to get up to the higher-priced quarterbacks and still have lineups that you liked last week with good stacks, with high-priced stacks. And weeks like this where we don't have quite as much... Um, we don't have as many cheap guys that we can go to to get our lineups where we like them. Like we don't have a min price Mike Davis that's going to hopefully get 15, 20 touches, which didn't happen last week. But regardless, uh, we don't have a Jakeem Grant at min price. We don't have Duke Johnson at <clears throat> just over 5K. He might be over five, just over five again this week. But we don't have those other cheap options that are going to be chalky that we can differentiate other places and keep that cheap chalk and pay up at quarterback that has a higher ceiling that I mean Kyler Murray Josh Allen Russell Wilson on the slate last week all could have gone for 40 plus and that 19 from Alex Smith 
isn't doing anything for you. This but, week, none of those guys are on, so I have no problem going to a cheap guy this week. And actually, one of the cheap guys this week is one of my favorite plays as of now. Okay. Well, listen, <clears throat> I don't mind Alex. Who's he playing this week? Cincy. Um, since against Cincy, but I kind of agree with Joe on. I will say that his ceiling is fairly low, right? Alex Smith is going to have to – something's going to have to go crazy for him to throw four touchdowns. And you know he ain't running one in. No, because he's limping one in. I can't imagine him jogging to the front door from his car when he gets <laughs> home. But what do I know? All right, so Steve likes Alex. I don't hate that. Um, Joe, what's your stack of the week? So I have two okay. uh, that I'm going to hit you with here. Um, my first one is the Chargers against the Jets. Uh, mm-hmm. The Jets have some super cheap bringbacks again. So you can bring them back with the Denzel Mims for stupid cheap um, at 3.3K. And you can run Herbert out there with Keenan Allen, who's just forever underpriced. He's 7.4K this week. Uh, and Hunter Henry. Um, and then my second one is the one that Brady might freak out about. Okay. Uh, PJ Walker. Wow. Okay. So this dude played really well in the XFL. Uh, a lot of XFL people yeah, uh, loved him. The Andrew Luck told his dad to look like take him for the XFL, right? I I don't know, but I know that he was on uh, the runner. Yeah, he was in the Indianapolis practice squad. That could be. Uh, dude's a runner, so he's got rushing upside. Um, he's playing on this team that, I mean, they're not going to ask him to do a ton. He's going to dump off to the running backs. He's going to throw slants to DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. And at any point, they could take one to the house. He's 4.8K. With his rushing upside, he could easily, easily get to 4 or 5X on that salary. Um, so I'm all for it. So you're saying I'm going to freak out because last week when I said – a similar line of thinking you were like, ah, because obviously four X is barely 20. Right. But we, we also don't have Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson or Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes or any of those guys that have just been going ridiculously ham on the season on this slate. You got, uh, yeah. What's his uh, Aaron Rodgers? I mean, he's been going pretty ham. Herbert, like you mentioned, going doing pretty well. Matt Ryan. But none of these guys are going for 40 consistently. Okay, okay, that's fair. All right. I mean, I'm with it from a contrarian, and I do like it because it makes dum-dums like me. It makes setting up the rest of our lineup considerably easier if you start out with P.J. Walker. Now, um, this is the podcast that records way too early, so it's Wednesday evening. What do we know about Teddy Two Gloves and the chances of him playing? Is he definitely out, or what do we know at this point? Uh, he's not definitely out. Um, the projections that I'm looking at actually have him in and projected for points right now, so that'll be something to look for. Uh, I mean, good old Teddy Throzevelt over here, only 6.4K, <laughs> not a bad price for Teddy uh, in this matchup against Detroit. But Mike Davis, look, with McCaffrey out, I mean, Mike Davis did not 
do what anybody hoped or wished for or paid for last week. Am I wrong? No, so, not at all. He, he looked awful. He's looked awful in his last four or last five. Yeah. I mean, he really has. And so I don't know, man. I'm just not – I have no faith in that Carolina offense, especially if they get down to Detroit, which could happen. And now you're going to take either Teddy two gloves with no running back or PJ Walker. Welcome to the NFL. You're not going to run the ball a ton with your quarterback. If you're down by three scores. No, but you're going to throw in there and he could run because of that. Sure. Honestly, if, if I'm taking this, if I'm taking either of those quarterbacks, I'm not taking a running back. I'm, I'm not going to take Mike Davis with them uh, because Mike Davis hasn't been as involved as he was the first few weeks that he was in for, uh, right. McCaffrey. Um, so I will probably be going Teddy and Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore Dude, if I want to double stack that. You ought to look at Curtis Samuel. I, um, I actually played quite a bit of Curtis Samuel last week trying to get off the in the lineups that I didn't have Mike Davis. I had quite a bit of Curtis Samuel because he's getting he's had three rushing attempts in the last three games. He's also five, nine, and five in targets. And he costs less than 5K. They're obviously, he's somebody they want involved, right? When you take a running back and you give him more than, or when you take a wide receiver and give him more than one running play a game, you obviously believe the guy and you want him involved. So I do like Curtis Samuel maybe with, um, with one of those quarterbacks. I, I'm just not buying the Carolina offense. Does your spreadsheet there have how many rushing touchdowns he has? Curtis Samuel? Yeah. Uh, I think he has at look. least two. I, I think I've seen at least two like in big-time games. Yeah, he just started running for them like three weeks ago, I think. Right. I know he's yeah. been running quite a bit this season. He's He's got two touchdowns. Yeah, um, against, one New against New Orleans and, and against, one against Atlanta. Yep, and one of them was a 12-yard run. He also had a 17-yard run and a 14-yard run this season. So it's not like he's, um, you know – just some deceptive back situation. The guy obviously can put up yards, um, you know, in the right spot. So I don't, if I'm playing one of those quarterbacks, I think Curtis Samuel is almost a must for me um, in a stack there, but I don't know. I'm not buying Carolina's offense without McCaffrey, especially with a brand new quarterback. But what do I know? This is my chance to find out well, if Joe's right or wrong. We don't know if the brand new quarterback's actually playing. Right. That's true. That's true. That is true. All right. Let's talk running backs. Um, can anybody look? First, I want to mention McKissick. I really like McKissick this week again. Um, somehow, both of the running backs for Washington seem to be putting up decent points. Uh, last week, McKissick put up almost 18, mostly on receiving because he had 15 targets right. as a running back, right. seven receptions. Gibson still had, what do we say, over 20 points. So McKissick, again, this week, um, coming up against Cincinnati uh, at a salary of 5200 Still looks pretty good, although I feel like you're getting into the spot where you have two running backs that are splitting, and you kind of have to choose. Um, Dalvin Cook, the man just puts up points, right? Outside of last week when he played Chicago and only put up 15, but 42 and 51 before that, he's got a 31 
Um, I like Dalvin Cook a lot this week. I know he's extra expensive, but if you're playing a P.J. Walker, you can afford a Dalvin Cook. Joe, talk to me about running backs. Uh, so actually, I'm going to go to the other running back in that Washington backfield. Uh, I'm on Antonio Gibson this week. Uh, Washington is favored. Uh, it's only by a point and a half, but they are favored. If they get up at any point in this game, Antonio Gibson is the lead running back on that team. Yeah. Uh, J.D. McKissick is the guy that's in when they are throwing the ball, obviously. But them getting those 15 pass attempt, or 15 targets last week and 14 the week before. Um, so if they fall behind, J.D. McKissick is obviously the guy that you want. Um, but Antonio Gibson is the guy that you want. If they are ahead, uh, he gets most of the inside the five work. Um, J.D. McKissick did get one rushing touchdown last week from inside the five, which helped out his production a little bit last week. Um, so that's just something to look out for. Uh, you know, I hate to say this because he looked horrible last week, but uh, James Conner might be a guy mm. you want to look at this week against Jacksonville's horrible, horrible defense. Um he only got two targets last week, had 13 rush attempts, only for 36 yards, which obviously is awful. Um, but, man, if they get a lead in this game, he's going to be running the clock out, hopefully, uh, through the fourth quarter. And uh, I, I don't see how they don't get a lead on that Jacksonville team. Yeah, that Jacksonville team is pretty bad. Detroit also really bad against the run, man. Um, what about the what about the opposite side, DeAndre Swift for Detroit? Yeah. Yeah, um, I do like DeAndre Swift. He's uh, his price though, man, is getting uh, is getting up there. Uh, it was last week fifty one hundred, sixty four hundred this week. All of a sudden, um, he had twenty five points. Um, I like Swift, Joe. Yeah, like I mean, I like DeAndre Swift. Um, I think he's shown that he's going to be the lead back in that backfield. So uh, I'm I'm all for DeAndre Swift. Uh, and don't really see any issues going there. Can we talk about Nick Chubb real quick? What are you doing, Nick Chubb? Right? What was the point the right of that? football move, man. No, he, it wasn't. How? He got so paid, you, dude. How so you was make it sure the, you win the game. <laughs> dude, look, then why go out of bounds? Why not take a knee at the one and keep the clock running? Look, why I go mean, out of bounds? He, he didn't do the right thing by going out of bounds, but by – not scoring the touchdown. He screwed over all the fantasy owners and we hate him for it, but he, he made the right football move by not scoring that. No, if they score the touchdown, they're up by two scores. Hey man, look what Todd Gurley did a couple weeks ago. And they lost. Yeah, but they were up by like two or something, right? It was a different score situation. Hey man, it's football. Weird stuff happens. Him going out and then being able to kneel the clock out is guaranteed game over. Why not you stay in bounds though? Taking the ball. No, he Why? definitely should have stayed in bounds. There's there's right. no argument against that. But oh, that made me, dude. Luckily, I won my season long, but that did not help. Um, <laughs> in in on DraftKings, the guy runs. I still like him. I'm still gonna play him. He's going up against Philly this week. Um, he just came back and and had. 19 attempts um, after an injury, and the guy can break long runs, obviously, even if he chooses not to finish them. Um, I got to put in a vote for Nick Chubb as well. Uh, 
it wasn't the right football move. <laughs> Again, the right football move would have at least been to kneel, right? No, the right move in any sport is to score more points. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Okay, here's the thing. Not that anybody's still listening uh, or even got this far, but let me throw out this running back. Um, Salvan Ahmed. Where are you guys at on him? That Miami? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So I like this dude. I'm going to be way too deep on him this week. He had 21 attempts last week. He had a target. He had a reception. He had a running touchdown. Um, and they're going up against Denver. So I got to think that's going to be a fairly a low scoring affair. Um, Denver's not great. They're giving up 24 points uh, per game to running backs. Uh, so they're giving up 930 yards a game uh, to running backs. They've given up seven touchdowns. Dude, uh, 930 yards not, a game? Not a game <laughs> for the, for the like season. For the season. For the season. That'd be a lot, wouldn't it? That'd, that'd be like, a, that'd that'd be like the, fourth, the fourth string's getting like 200. <laughs> okay, so I'm an idiot. I'm a dumpster fire. What do you want? 100 yards per game. Um, so I think I like Salvon as the actual pays off Mike Davis. Anybody else? Yeah, I mean, I, I like him this week. Uh, I, I would do a mini correlation with the Miami defense, especially if Drew Locke's playing. He loves to throw those YOLO balls. Uh, yep. And Miami's got a couple really good corners. Nice. Okay, I'm all in on Salvon. All right, let's talk uh, wide receivers. Steve, what do you got? Let's start with you this go-round on some wide receivers. Oh, um, so uh, we haven't talked about the Chiefs, but I don't know if it's going to be the main slate. But It's not, but please, we're in Kansas City. Talk to right. If Sammy Watkins is playing this week, I really like Sammy. And if he's not, I like Robinson. That's yep. for sure. Yep. Um, I don't know. This week to me, receivers is kind of hard. Yeah. Um, let me throw out a, a couple real quick and then we'll get to Joe with the actual knowledge. Um, I'm going to mention, keep an eye on the Detroit receiving core. Uh, Galladay looks like he's going to miss again this week and uh, Marvin Jones Jr. may miss again this week, which brings Marvin Hall to the forefront. Um, I like Marvin Hall because uh, he hauls in balls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he uh, hauls in catches. Um, he had a couple uh, decent receptions last week, two catches, 61 yards. Um, he's had a game of uh, 14 and 18 in the last three, and I think, you know, especially if uh, Galladay and Marvin Jones Jr. are out, uh, look at Marvin Hall. He's uh, thirty eight hundred, so I like him this week. I and, do. I do like Amari Cooper. He's pretty cheap for like a number one this week. Yeah, Amari Cooper is. Yeah, I think he's in a real good spot. Um, the other guy that I really like is uh, Jacoby Myers. Um, if you watch that game, in, you know, in Baltimore uh, or against Baltimore on Monday night, they threw. He had a throwing touchdown. Again, to me, this Jacoby Myers kid seems like somebody they definitely want to have the ball 
And that's hard to come by uh, for the Patriots. Belichick usually really spreads it around. Um, but this dude has had a, a rush. He's also had a throwing touchdown. Um, his targets the last four weeks, 6, 10, 14, and 7 in a very rainy, wet uh, game against Baltimore. He's gone for 10, 13, 31, and almost 16, and he's only 4,900 Patriots versus Houston. Um, Joe, how do you feel about the couple few wide receivers we mentioned? Yeah, I definitely like who you guys are mentioning in there. Um, I think Jacoby Myers is clearly the number one in that team. Um, as for the uh, Hall call, uh, I, I will say if Galladay and Marvin Jones are both out, a uh, guy to look for is uh, Quintez Cephas. Yeah. He uh, had a eight-point game in the first game of the season when Galladay was out. Um, then Galladay came back and he kind of uh, fell off. But if he's going to be the first or second receiver on this uh, route tree and he's 3K, min price, I, I'm all for it. Um, I, I like the Amari Cooper call. Uh, I, I'm not afraid of Minnesota's defense that much. Um, and I, I think they might be getting Andy Dalton back this week, which should improve that offense at least a little bit. The red rocket. <laughs> um, I, I, I like a lot of receivers in this, uh, new Orleans Atlanta game. Uh, you could take any of the top three there. Michael Thomas, Julio, Calvin Ridley, uh, pick your poison, stack them do whatever you want. I, I think they're all in a good spot. Um, like I said earlier, I, I, I kind of like the Carolina receivers this week, both Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. Uh, if you want to get frisky and go Curtis Samuel and hope for another rushing touchdown, I don't hate it. Um, yeah. I, I mean, those are the guys I'm on. I, I think Quintez Cephas could be a cheap guy that could get us up to some other stuff that we like. If you, uh, decide to go there and we see that Detroit's got a few injuries on this uh, receiving core this week. What about Isaiah Wright for the Washington football team? Who? Uh, Isaiah Wright had six targets last week, um, ended up with 11 points. He's 3,000 this week. I mean, a 3K guy, I'm never going to say no. Um, But like I said earlier, I think Washington gets up in this game. They are favored by a point and a half against Cincinnati. So uh, I'm going to be leaning more on Antonio Gibson. Um, Terry McLaurin's always a good play, so you can always go there. Um, but I, I will probably stick to those two. Maybe J.D. McKissick will make it into a few lineups, but past that, I'm, I'm probably not going to attack with this Washington team too much. So let's talk real quick about, um, you know, when you're playing in these massive GPPs, at what point does the field get so small you're almost playing it like cash? I think once you're under that, like once you're in the hundreds of entries, I would just play a, a cash lineup with maybe a pivot. Um, the low thousands, like if you're in a 2000 entry or less, you definitely, I mean, you don't need to get crazy with it. You can play basically a cash lineup and pivot a couple people. Um, but I, I think people are trying to get, People are being too contrarian with their lineups um, by playing just people that are off the wall just because they're going to be low owned. Like you still want to play the best plays and people that are in good positions. You don't want to just play people because nobody else is going to play them because obviously nobody else is playing them for a reason. (laughs) Don't outthink the thinkers, right? Start your studs to some degree. 
Um, all right. Uh, Steve, how do you feel about the Rona week 11? Do you think, are you still on a team? They're going to make it through the season. Oh, totally. It, I, every week now it's like, I'm pretty sure I heard that like 90% of the Raiders defense is in like the protocol for COVID this week, but they still have a chance to play. They're always going to say that shit and they're always, what do you know? I not going to lie. I believe the NFL will hide results if they have to, to keep it going. Right. Yeah. They're about that money. Right. Right. And I mean, they're like, super fit, healthy athletes. Right. Like, you know, ain't going to affect them like it's going to affect somebody with obese lung cancer. What's your uh, Chiefs line? The only loss of the season real quick was to the Raiders. Now we're in Las Vegas. What do you think? I think they have revenge on their mind and pretty sure we've scored 40 points on them. The last three times we played them coming off a bye. And so I think we're just going to annihilate him. I wish I would have looked this up. What do you think Andy Reid is against the spread after a bye week? I, I literally want to say it's like in his career. Well, I know like wins. He's like something like after a bye, like 18 and two. It's uh, Yeah, his wins are definitely something ridiculous like that. He only has like one or two losses coming off of buys, but I don't, I don't know what he's against the spread. Okay, I'll look that up and I'll tweet it so you can look for us. Dumpster Sports, I'll try to find that, put that on our Twitter feed, as well as the Listener League. Come and ki- come and get some of this money. Uh, take advantage of these frosty tanks. We're dollars. Right? <laughs> like it's nothing. Like your strippers. Steve? Yeah, we're throwing the dollars out like it's Magic City. Dumpster Fire Sports 2020 is the league. Also, Dumpster Sports is the Twitter handle. And by the way, Joe says we're not on Stitcher. I'll get us on Stitcher. Everywhere else, you should be able to find is us. Stitcher like a community for people that sew? Yeah, man. Yeah, Joe. Right. Um, Got it. Joe streams his uh, self sewing now that he's. What a hey, I mean, so eat, eats their own, right? <laughs> He sews booties, and by booties, I don't mean butts. I mean little, little shoes for babies. <laughs> All right. That's week 11 for Dumpster Fire Sports. We just lit your bankroll on fire. You're welcome. Now go out there. Don't catch that, Rona. Catch you some dubs. Have another good week. Thank you for listening. Fellas, good luck. Peace. Hope you're in a second again, Brady. Yeah. Oh, why? <laughs>